Welcome back, everyone. It's the Wild Through Wi-Fi podcast. As always, we are your hosts, Zach Sweet. Got it. We are here to inspire and motivate you in all aspects of life. In this podcast, we share our personal journeys and experiences to show you that anything is possible if you're willing to put in the work. Our goal is to help you create a life of abundance through the power of the internet. From entrepreneurship to personal development, we cover it all in our podcast. In this episode, we have my good friend Kyle Winks, who is a local artist from the upstate New York area, who has been using the power of the internet and social media to share his art with people all around the world, allowing him to build a brand slash business for himself. So Kyle... Thanks for coming on. How's well, everything well, going? Absolutely. Uh, amazing. That's it's going awesome. good. I'm happy to hear that. So um, just a little backstory of me and Kyle, and then we'll have him introduce uh, himself. Um, we actually met, fuck, I feel like it's been quite some time now. I mean, it's been what? like five years. Yeah, I was about to say what. I worked, I started back in FedEx in 2013 or 14, and then you started probably how many years after that? What, what year? 2017 is when I started, okay. but... I feel like I didn't meet you for yeah, like a whole a year, year at least. Like, yeah, yeah. and I didn't even see you. Right. Like, I remember <clears throat> just you. I, I remember you probably. Yeah, because yeah. that's when I was still in the international department. So yeah. I think, yeah. Okay, okay, that I was makes still sense. Still package handler, I think, and you were yeah. still in the hub, and then I was in the other building. So yeah, we met at FedEx, which is crazy how much time's already gone by. I can't believe I almost haven't been there for like it's three insane. years, dude. It's, it's insane. nuts. It's we insane. were talking about before you got here how crazy it is, like when you work at like a big corporate company mm-hmm. like that, especially with like a high turnover rate. How many people you actually meet? Like, right. We've brought on a good amount of guests that were people that you met when you worked at FedEx mm-hmm. or like through FedEx, and it's kind of yep. crazy when you sit back and think about that. Yep, and uh, yeah, we might have a guest, another guest from there that I never personally got to meet, but Kyle's, uh, he he has met him, you know, this, we won't disclose any names yet, but um, I think it would be a really good guest for our show as, you know, sh- Kyle's some, shared some information about him that I think uh, would definitely be a really good episode for people to hear, so we're, I'm definitely going to work out that, work on that and reach out to him, but um, for sure, yeah, we just, uh, I wanted to bring Kyle on the show because like I said, we say in our, you know, our intro, he's also been using the power of social media, the internet to kind of find his own niche. And he's been an artist, what, your whole life? Kind My of had, whole life. Okay, perfect. You know, he's been an artist his whole life. And, um, you know, I think he's, you know, we've helped him influence him to push that drive he's been a big follower of you know the show and again you know he's been following my journey since i left fedex to chase my dreams and do everything like that so it's 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 awesome that we can um you know motivate inspire others to also do the same thing no matter on what level it is so and i that's the reason why we do this for you guys is to show you that no matter where you are in life and what you're working on it doesn't have to be known by everyone it could be known by just a few people that people out there do find what you do interesting no matter what it is so in this you know in this particular situation for kyle it's drawing and you know he took his skills and just went kind of went you know ran it ran with it and uh and now that's that you know we're here to help have him share his story with us so you know kyle can give a little background on you and you know where you're from and kind of what you're doing right now and and he's going to kind of just share tips with you guys, uh, you know, maybe other artists who listen. So, yeah, man. Uh, well, first of all, honored to be here. Thank awesome. you. Thank no, you. Of course. And thanks for coming. Man. And I, you know, I've always wanted to, I always wondered if we might do this at some point. Yeah. So, before it was you really get, uh, cool. Before you get too long, but we wanted Kyle to um, <clears throat> draw us. As yeah. we were doing the podcast, because you do strictly pencil, right? 
I do, dude. I can do. I mean, I can do pencil. Okay. I can do. I'm. I'm mainly charcoal. Okay, right. Okay. I love charcoal. It's like okay. my passion. Man. So yeah, that was the whole idea. We thought it would be just like a cooler, little different thing to do. Um, as we were doing the podcast again, we're always trying to think of other ideas to just like fluff up the shows and the episodes. And you know, we just thought, you know, Kyle just thought it would be too, um, you know, just kind of too much with going back and forth of drawing and trying to talk at the same time. Start drawing what he's taught, saying. Yeah. So, yeah, right? yeah, so like yeah. that was the whole idea of him coming on. But, you know, he really wanted to focus on the aspect of, you know, sharing his story, the journey and, you know, any tips that he you might might you guys might want to hear. So we we're going to work on that maybe next time, maybe in the next interview. He can come in and just sketch for us because I thought it would be cool to just have like something for our room or our office. You can hang in a little. It's like a soft sketch of like mm-hmm. kind of where our, yeah, you know, our studio type thing. So and it would kind of give him, you know, something to share with his you know followers or whatever. So yeah, that was that was the whole gist. But either way, we're still going to rock with it. So continue, Kyle. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, no, it, you're fine. I, I think it'd be cool to do like maybe a demonstration yeah, or something. Right. Cause like, I think that I have a lot to, to say about the art world today. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was, te- I was telling you earlier, but just for the audience, I was testing it and it, it turns out it's really difficult to right. like talk about other subjects when you're drawing, right. but I could talk about the drawing the right, whole yeah. entire time, yeah, kind of like a sense. Bob Ross type right, t- situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I've been drawing my whole entire life. Um, I, st- I probably picked up a pencil at three years wow. old and, um, obviously it's your, your run of the mill scribbles and all that. But, uh, my mother used to like to tell a story all the time. It was like her proudest story of me. You know what I mean? She'd say, Oh, the day that I saw you draw Winnie the Pooh, like <laughs> on a piece of paper, I knew you were going to be an artist. Like, so I, I guess it was Winnie a pretty Pooh. good one. <laughs> you saw, hey, I, still can't do it. I could teach you, man. I could <laughs> teach anybody. I <laughs> pretty low on the totem pole when it comes to drawing <laughs> any anybody could i mean i've been in uh academic classes where people didn't right. know anything and yeah. they were just starting out and then we saw them progress to like no really amazing it's the time and effort and like we talk about yeah. all the time when you're passionate about something it's not as much work it's something that you do in your free time to kind of grow your mind and expand the person that you want to be you know yeah. through how you express yourself yeah absolutely absolutely so uh yeah and I've been, uh, I, I started doodling like crazy in school. Right. And, and like, you're one of you those know, kids that like had the notebooks that had all the little doodles in it. They'd like, they'd like scroll right. through yeah. and you'd be like, what the? But is that, that was probably, a, I mean, were you, is that, because <clears throat> everybody's a different learner. So was that a way of you to help you, I guess, um, you know, learn the information as you were sitting there in a sense? Yeah, yeah. Because I know it some did help doodle, but at the same oh, time, yeah. I, was thinking, still I was thinking the people that were not paying attention at all and were yeah. like doodling <laughs> like girls with like huge boobs in the middle of class and you'd be like, what are you doing over there? I mean, don't yeah. get me wrong. Yeah, there were know. moments yeah. where like I wasn't paying attention right, at all, right. just depending on what it was, yeah, you know, right, the class. but yeah. there definitely were moments where it helped me to like, I could listen and focus mm-hmm. on this thing because... I'm kind of a multitasker like right. that. Like yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm all well, over. Everyone learns place. different too. You know what yeah. I mean? There's verbal learners. There's people that like to learn hands on. Mm-hmm. Clearly, you like to draw to understand concepts. So I mean, everyone's different. It's finding those niches to. I was gonna say that I'm sure either maybe depending on the class it was you could always draw sketches to help you like again learning you're maybe drawing yeah, I have a, I've I'm drawing the thing yeah yeah, yeah, yeah for that's sure kind of cool it's, it's a different yeah. way of learning yeah I'd be awesome. drawing like. Genghis Khan or whatever, <laughs> like in my notebook in history class or whatever. Right. I mean, I will say like 
when I was in school, we learned like all the different muscles and their attachments and their origins and insertions. Like one of the easiest ways to do it was to draw it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And like a lot of professors yeah. like really pushed it and kids hated it at first. And then like you show up to class and everyone would have like all their sharpened colored pencils ready to go there in class and everyone would be drawn. And I'm like, <laughs> looking be, like, excited like, for it. I'm like, damn, this is literally what it's come to. But I mean, it's funny how much easier it makes the process and sitting there looking at a you know paper with notes on it or looking at even just you know pictures of something without mm-hmm. drawing it like you're gonna walk out of class and you're gonna be like yeah i don't remember that you yeah drawing it you're gonna remember the patterns you're gonna remember the different colors like people would bring their colored pencils to tests and you'd see them like scri- scribbling like we all got one piece of white paper and you'd see people like drawing out the muscles origin insertions with like the exact same colors we used in class yeah 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 it was pretty cool it's a it's an amazing tool it really is most people don't know it because it's kind of, uh, I don't want to say it's a dying art because it's not. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a ton of art- artists out there. Um, but I feel like in like high schools and things like that, generally speaking, like it's not like. They're all on TikTok and shit now. Yeah, like, it's not right? pushed. It, it's not as, and like people, yes, you can create the same amount of stuff, especially like the stuff you see with like AIs and stuff, but it's not personal. And that's mm-hmm. where a lot of people miss it. It's those little things that make art great. You know, there's so much art out in the world and, you know, you see it, I'm sure, a lot. But, you know, things that cost a lot of money, there's a lot of things that are very similar to it. But it's the little details that made the difference, that made it valuable, that made it, you know, people want to look at it, that made people, you know, interested. It piqued the mind just with, you know, one image. Yeah, you know, exactly. I was like, um, I mean, my dad, every when I because we all had to take art in high school and stuff. I think freshman, 10th grade, I, I made some, uh, I made some art for, um, just whatever the project we were doing. And I, I have, my dad actually has multiple, multiple of my, um, things I've made framed in the house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, stupid, like stuff all over the house that like I've made. And like, that's where Scott's kind of touching on the valuable of it, the value of Anything it. Anything framed in my house is my brother's. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. There's so, not a single thing I made when I was younger than <laughs> I mean, my, It's not that it's the greatest artwork. And he's got some of my brothers too. But actually, my brother was a fairly good drawer. And my cousins are actually some really good drawers. They, they, mm-hmm. um, they they were big into Dragon Ball Z, you know, so they oh loved my drawing God. all that stuff. Don't get me started. My, that's that's my brother. So oh, like, man. they were really kind of good stuff. about that stuff, which is cool. I always love watching them draw. And um, I think at one point my cousin even started to like tattoo, mm-hmm. I don't know, you know, because that's, I mean, it's pretty much the same thing oh, in yeah. that aspect. Right. Right. That's like the coolest being. thing if you want a tattoo. Right. So, like, right. You go to an artist and you know the artist draw it for you. Yeah. It's always like, 100%. Should I have to do my yeah. tattoo? Like, I want to get a tattoo. And then they go to the tattoo shop and they like tell them what they want. And then they end up with something they don't want. And you're like, you don't know anyone that draws? Like, you've never seen someone? And they're like, well, yeah. And I'm like, hello? Exactly. And like, those you are the t- best people you can go to. And then you show yeah. up to the tattoo shop and you say, I want this. Yeah. And then there's no problem. Right. You know yeah. what you're getting. Yeah. yeah. I love that you mentioned uh, Dragon Ball Z because Dragon Ball Z really, it literally taught me anatomy. Well, like, nice. I, I didn't un- understand it, right. but... When I was doodling in my notebooks in like the fifth grade or sixth grade, I was drawing those characters and like paying attention to the musculature and especially the shoulders, the arms. And then actually I had, um, I think it was my dad bought me like this Dragon Ball Z how to draw book Mm -hmm. and it had hands like in a fist and an open hand. So it taught me how to draw hands, which are really hard. like the thing that I always like, and like when I say I draw like stick figures, even those like drawing the hands was always like the thing that would drive me the most nuts. Like I made some like decent drawings cause I can be, 
I can take my time on something and really try to do it, but they would always get to the hands. And mm-hmm. then I'd draw the hands and I'd be like, nope, I'm done. Or like making yep. the hands on like when you're making like clay models or oh, stuff yeah. like that. Or even when you're doing like the cookies and stuff like that, like the hands are so hard. Hands are still to this day, like it takes me a little longer to do it because there's a lot of measurements involved right. like it has to look right too it has to look if one thing is off mm-hmm. it, really anywhere in a drawing if one thing is off because i do hyper realism right. like i just feel like faces and it's, eyes and yeah like that are hard you it, know? a whole entire face you can look like a completely different person if you get the spacing here yeah, wrong right, or right, here right, yeah. like so it's the same thing with hands like the handle just look kind of wonky and yeah, weird right. you know somebody will look at it and be like oh that's just not that's not quite right like something's up here I hate to say it, it's like, and everyone's different, but like I look at like half, probably half the people I know is like tattoos, and I'm always like, what's what's that? There's something <laughs> up here. Yeah, like, yeah. What, what's that for? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. People are always like, we'll do, and I'm like, I'm just asking because I want to understand something that you permanently put on your body. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's all I'm asking here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because once it's on there, it's on it's, there. it's fucking sure. on there. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I ever got a tattoo, like I'm looking at the the artist, I'm looking at their portfolio. Mm-hmm. I'm and sure. with the eye I have is a little more trained, but yeah, um, yeah. anybody can see it. You know what yeah, I mean? If you look yeah. at a picture and it looks just kind of off, I'm like cough from my next tattoo. I'll yeah, come, no. dude. I'm <laughs> well, coming along. Man. It's like yeah, when you go to get them too, like with the artist and the tattoo, and you know, I was so particular. Um, you know, when they put the stencil on. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm taking. I, was, yeah, times, yeah. I always time. felt like a dick and I'm like, he was like no it's it's easy it takes two seconds so don't worry about it because he's like no this is gonna be on you so make sure you like it that's why I always brought somebody else yeah. with me to do my tattoo yeah because then they can get a third you know not just the artist not just you but then you have an outsider like, it's not like how does mm-hmm. this look like tell me because I feel like you know they're gonna tell you like nah don't do it there that looks awkward it's not you like know? you went out right. to dinner and like they brought out like a little bit wrong of the wrong order and you're just gonna eat it anyways like this shit <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah oh this is good yeah, it's fine. It's I was hungry. Enough. It fed me. Yeah, it, it's um, it's gonna be on your body forever, and and you might as well make sure that you like it. And I tell people like, there's been people who, uh, have asked me to draw tattoo designs that, for right? them. Yep. I was and just thinking that. Yeah, and and I'll do it for sure. But I always I'm try I try to be honest with any clients that I have. I'm like, hey, listen, th- this. I can do this for you, but I can't guarantee that the tattoos going right. to turn out. Yeah, well. so they're, they're going to be able to put it in the space that you want it to fit yeah. into with as much detail as well, you Well, that's kind of like going to a tattoo artist and bringing somebody's art. I mean, it's almost like bringing in McDonald's to an Italian restaurant type thing. Like, yeah, not, yeah. Maybe not that. That might be a bad analogy. But again, it's like <laughs> the guy, I mean, you're going to the tattoo artist for him to draw his art, not for Correct. you to bring somebody's Correct. art. I could see if it was well, like an example. You, yeah. you always do like, a consultation. Hey, that's why you right. always yep. do a consultation. You never go in for the appointment and get the tattoo yeah. the first time meeting them because like you want to kind of smooth everything mm-hmm. over. You want to be, you know, direct with what you want because, like we said, it's going on in your body, but you don't want to do, like what Zach said, I want this exact size with the exact <laughs> detail right here. 
People yeah. are the worst with it on wrist. People will go into the tattoo shop and be like, dude, I'm getting this huge sleeve on my arm. And then they go on the tattoo artist like, dude, I can't do that. I can't, can't do that. I can't do that much detail fit. that mm. small. Not yeah. for, you know, yeah, 800 bucks. You want to pay like mm. $2,000 and go down to the city for some of those guys that are down there that have been doing it forever and can do that small detail. And it's going to take twice as long as you, you want it to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so sure. have you ever thought about being an artist, tattoo artist? Yeah, absolutely. Because, I mean, I feel like your type of... You know, what is it, charcoal? Yeah, charcoal. I feel like that's, like, you know, a lot of, like, black and white tattooing, you know, at mm-hmm. least, like, that that style of art, you know, because that's, you know, that's oh. something I always said to myself. It definitely would look good as a tattoo. I yeah, think. I, oh. oh, yeah, a lot of years. I mean, I'm sure. I mean, you could get so many, like, practice kits and stuff and, mm-hmm. like, all that stuff now that they have for artists to just practice on little dummy arms Oh, and my stuff friend like has that. a tattoo gun, and my other friends let them tattoo yeah. him all the time, and he sucks. <laughs> right. So, I mean, they would probably let you do a tattoo yeah. on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jerry yeah. doesn't That'd suck. A, Jerry just just gets another, a like, part yeah. of, like, a side of a business that you could do. Exactly. Like, that you probably yeah, yeah. don't even think that, like, you I might even have, like, it. a real edge, you know what I mean? Yeah. Even if you just keep it to, like, a certain size of things. Yeah. Because that way it's, like, you know... You could be, um, I guess, what's confident with what you're doing at the time, because you know, mm-hmm. I feel like everybody probably does. That. Everybody probably starts small in the art tattoo world, and they obviously get bigger and bigger and bigger. Like as in, like the size, um, you know, tattoos that they do on somebody. So um, Jerry you know, did every part of his body that he could do on himself. So he has like his <laughs> right and left leg done, but like he can't go like underneath his leg, and then like he has his non-drawing arm done to a degree, but like there's certain spots that he can't get to on the backside, and then like his strong arm doesn't have oh, it's so awesome. itself it's the so body's funny. a blank canvas man yeah it's so cool it yeah, yeah. It's, it's some of the art that people i mean you know um what's his name at timeless over there he does crazy work he, i mean he he's done so much uh work with um you know like the rock he's done murals of the rock on people and mm-hmm. the rocks reposted them so like oh, yeah, but it's um john davis about. that's oh, yeah, who it is john, yeah. davis. john davis yeah yeah he's uh he, where's he work he, well he was at he was timeless. timeless i don't know if, I don't know if he, yeah okay. i thought i think he still is i thought that was his shop but maybe i know he's been bouncing around but it's like you, it takes years to get into him yeah yeah it's yeah. like so many he's booked up so much and um he does super crazy work like some of the best work i've ever fucking seen it's, it really Wild. There really is like levels to that yeah, shit with tattoo really artists. Is. Like, it's, don't get me wrong. Yes. Like, uh, you can get some really, 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 really good art. It's just gonna cost you a lot of money yeah. because, like, it's kind of a large. And the pool. overhead is yeah. so cheap. I feel yeah. like to get oh, <laughs> yeah. just a gun, you know? Yeah, like, that is, yeah. It's so cool. Yeah. So, um, all right, we'll we'll uh, we'll get back on track here with uh, Kyle being the artist, not a tattoo artist. <laughs> um, but uh, just a cool concept where you can obviously you know elevate to different you know levels of the art game, and I feel like it all kind of ties into it, one another. But um, so your yeah, so your mom's kind of aha moment, light bulb moment was when you drew Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, when was that? When was, well, what was your aha moment? When were My you, when were you yeah. like, damn, I could really do this? Like, what was the you know that first? drawing or painting that you did that you were like holy shit like i could make this into a living um or i wanted to make this into a living well there's two so there was the first real like basic aha moment was when i was doodling kind of like a i think it was a wrestler or something like that in middle school and like i literally my whole entire classroom paused to look at this drawing <laughs> like that I had and I was just doodling um, and it felt really good. You know, I was a very quiet kid. I wasn't like a popular kid what at all. What school did you go to? 
Uh, Marcellus High School. Oh, Marcellus, hell yeah. Um, so and then, you and I was oh, 2000, 2011 is oh, when so I graduated. You know, do you know so. Nick Nye and uh, I do. Oh my god, small I'm, world. Yeah, I'm man. drawing a blank on Jesus Nick Christ. Nye. Uh, fuck. He was in the same class. He was the really Sine? good lacrosse player. Uh, he went to Cortland and OCC. Uh, Jesus. Nick Sine? Not Sine. I do no, know. He's been on here. Yeah, yeah we actually. Know he's been on here. Yeah. yeah. How did I miss that? We yeah. did the podcast with Nick. No yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, Tom McNanny. You know Tom? Yes. Tom. Yeah, he's a little kind yes. of goofy guy. Yes. He, he, yeah. He Tom's a man. I love Tom. Wow, man. Small world. Yeah. That is. A check, s- I'll send the Nick one to you. Yeah, yeah. Send it to me. I would right, love sorry, to watch back that. To what you were saying he's a good too. dude. Yeah, he's great. He's really yeah, talented. No, yeah. yeah, no, he's awesome. Yeah. That's why I wanted him on here from the, just his story, like all sports, and mm-hmm. then just played for the Toronto Blue Jays because he played yes. for the Toronto Blue. And then yes. then he went to a real estate agent. One of the most crazy. handsome dudes I've ever met, <laughs> yeah, too. No, yeah, like, yeah, look at him. Shout out to Nick. I think I told him that one time a long time. I was like, bro, you're so handsome. Yeah, he's a great fucking dude though yeah for sure but for sure aha moment back to that yeah so aha moment yeah so there's that moment um and i realized like oh i have something people like um and it kind of encouraged me to keep going and then uh there was a so we had in our high school it was like ninth grade we had a art show and we had to do like a couple i think it was like three pieces or two pieces um, you could just do one if you wanted and submit it. And there was one that I worked on like the whole year. And it was a picture. It was like inspired by uh, Pink Floyd, uh, The Wall, where it's like that video where all the kids have are all the same. They're dressed mm-hmm. the same. They're in an assembly line, mm-hmm. basically. So it was inspired by that. So I had like a picture of all these kids like with these brown paper bags on their heads with the eyes cut out mm-hmm. and like a smiley face. It's kind of creepy looking, mm-hmm. but like... And then there was one kid that didn't have that mm-hmm. in the classroom. And then the teacher was there. Just you saw the teachers back. They were in the foreground sort of just to like kind of make a statement of like how schools don't really highlight as much as I'd liked at the time people's individuality. Because right. I felt like my individuality that. wasn't right. like our art department, like. Funds got cut all the time. I'd be like, why can't we get some some of these supplies? And my teacher teacher was like, we don't have the funds. They cut our budget. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that individuality of the artist wasn't there. And uh, it, it it really, I think that that's important. We talk really? about that all the time. There's an Andy Frasillo podcast that we reference all the time about, like, are you weird? Like, do you play into those things <laughs> yeah. that you think are weird because they're not as weird as you think they are? Right. There's mm-hmm. always other people that have those same niches and care about those same little things that you do. But if you don't display that somewhere, you're never going to find them. You know, it's putting out Absolutely. that energy of what you might think is weird, but actually makes you you. That's going to attract those like minded people. Exactly. Yeah. And that that piece exactly like that that one that one right there just kind of encouraged me to think about okay well i can really put something together mm-hmm. that people want to see too that was you know the I mean? yeah, yeah that was the first time i ever really put something together and thought about it and like expressed exp- and finished right like that's the big thing yeah that was the hardest thing believe it or not like it was so hard for me to finish things right i'm sure that it's probably not a yeah. struggle because you don't want to you don't want to finish it the wrong way you start to create something and then like you get to those kind of final touches and you're like it could go so many different directions Mm -hmm. maybe i'll move on to the next thing sometimes yeah it can be a little daunting with that and you don't want to overwork something 
Um, but the other thing too is the way I am, at least I'm, I'm sure other artists feel the same way. Like I'll get like a, like a spark of inspiration and really just be into this drawing and doing it. And then maybe I'm 50, 60% of the way. And then I get another one and then I want to jump. I was just about Mm -hmm. to ask, do you, go start to finish with something or do you start stuff sometimes and come back to it? You know, do you kind of just put stuff on the back burner for a little bit? And when you find more inspiration, go back to it. Like how does that work when you're working on multiple pieces? It depends. I mean, it really depends. If you asked me 10 years ago, five years ago, even my answer might've been different, but these days I really, really push to try to finish stuff, especially if someone's paying me, obviously I'm going to finish it. Um, But there's one that I'm working on right now. I actually wanted to give a shout out to someone we we used to work with josh yeah. duncan okay cool yeah yeah, yeah. I think so critical is his uh if you look him up he's so critical um on twitch um kick he's on there now he's gaming things really yeah so good at quick scoping a place call of duty right yeah so um and he's gonna he's actually gonna be on a panel like a judge panel for the next call of duty in oh, new wow. york city oh, yeah. soon nice. so um and Prior to knowing that even, I just kind of was like, hey, man, we should like link up and do something together and like kind of help each other grow. So we took some pictures of him like getting like a crazy shot, you know what I mean? And getting all excited about it. And, uh, you know, I won't describe it too much, but it's a picture of him and it's a hyper realistic, like massive, like this big. And um, that's actually the first like I started I started drawing that, recorded it and then I posted it. And it was weird because it's like. I didn't try with that right, post right. at all. Yeah. Other posts before, I was trying. This one I didn't try, and it blew. Dude, those up are the ones that people inst- always, always say. Is like, we always, that's why people say yeah. you post everything. Yeah. yeah. And you know we've been you, we've been a firm believer. Did you do that a time and- lapse? Uh, part of it, I think, was a so it started out. I love that with the just art drawing, stuff. and then there was some time lapse, I believe, in there, and then it finished off with just like backing up and showing the whole thing. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, we we we've always talked about that, and you know we we say it all the time. We don't ever put out maybe some of the best episodes, or you know, it might not always be what we think is good, but. It, we're, I've always just heard it doesn't matter what it is. It, it doesn't can, matter. Just post just everything. Do it. Just what do it. you might like, yep. we just said what something we might think is weird, somebody else might love. You yeah, know? yeah. And just like that, like without even trying, and it, it, it just goes to show for the fact is that that that's awesome. You know, you didn't even try, but the other ones did, and this one yeah. blew up. Yeah. And then you know, it, it just takes. It's the inspiration, yeah, and the impact. We talk about that all the time. Like, that's why you really should be doing the things you do. It's to, you know, not only change yourself, but you start to impact the people around you and you cause them to make changes in their life and, you know, maybe take a step they wouldn't have taken. And, you know, that's Mm -hmm. what it's all about. Well, then I think if you think about, you know, I think if you don't, if you try more towards just the passion of it instead of being like, Oh, I want this to blow up so everybody can find me. You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah you know, that's the that's the yeah, the wrong reason. Yeah, that's the wrong mentality it's for wrong it. Approach. So it's just like that's why it's like just be authentic with it, and that's yep. one of the things. That's one of our pillars don't that we for, always talk yeah, don't about. Look for you know, outside gratification. Yeah, it's just that be, be authentic. You know, and not rush the process. Yeah. and I feel like that's that's the beauty of you know what anybody is doing, and I feel like a lot of people get stuck on that part. Is you know, it they want that overnight success and 
some people it happens for, you know, like Oliver Anthony and like the songs and, you know, that, you know, there are overnight successes, but they obviously were working on that for such well, a so long, long time. Yeah. Like you, you know, didn't even expect yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. That, that is still considered overnight success, even though he might have been working on it for 10, his music for 10 years. Yep. It, you know, well, he didn't and the reason, up. And the reason why that happens, though, and like what people don't understand with what you were kind of saying is when you try to be something you're not, you end up, you know, resenting yourself a little bit in the process and you're not consistent about it because it's not who you truly are. You're trying mm -hmm. to make up this alter it's ego forced. that you right. think and it's forced, yeah. whereas someone that's an overnight success to a degree, it's because something hits and people go back and they, they look at the notes, they look at the track record. And if you're that same person consistently from the beginning, it's a lot easier to get on board with it. If you have something that kind of blows up, but then everyone goes back and checks the, you know, the records and everything you've done is kind of different and it's kind of going with whatever trend is catching on. People aren't going to be as quick to get on board with you because they don't know if you're authentic. They don't mm -hmm. know if you're being really who you say you are. And exactly. that's what really matters. If you want to, you know, have some of these situations that blow up overnight, that happens from just being yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I, I think a lot of people hyper fixate a little bit too much on, okay, I got to post every single day yeah. and I got to post like the algorithm says I got to post at one o'clock yeah. or two o'clock or yeah. whatever. And there, and I've talked to people about that and mm -hmm. I, you know, it does I tried make a it. huge difference, but it's just like, if it's too much on top of the person that you're trying to be right now, it's yep. not as important. Don't try yep. to don't break down yep. who you are to fit those, you know, categories, keep mm -hmm. your individuality. And For over sure. time, maybe you mesh a little bit more with what, you know, is generally expected out of people, but oh, yeah. you, you don't want to change more of who you are just to fit the norm because mm -hmm. the norm's always right. changing. Yeah. yeah. And I, and I, and I'm telling you, dude, I'm a testament to that because I, I hadn't posted for a while, I think before that one. And don't get me wrong. Like I get it. I get why it, I kind of get why it blew up, but yeah. it's I'm still like, how many months ago was this? This was months and months ago. This is right. like almost six months ago at this point wow. where when I posted, I think. Um, but I didn't expect it to blow up that much. It got to like seventeen thousand likes and like two, over two hundred thousand views, oh, and sure. like yeah. went my my phone was just like yeah, bzz, 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 <clears throat> nonstop. And it was so exciting. I had people messaging me, like people I didn't even know, saying, yeah, "Bro, yeah. you're amazing. Keep going. I can't wait to see where you're gonna go." Like, isn't it crazy how strangers support you yeah. more than people that are closest it's to you? Wouldn't weird, even think man. Of, like, it was wild. But like, that's where, like, it yeah. just that because and I wasn't I feel even like, trying. Well, that's why I feel like I feel like those moments come at a really low moment. And yeah, that well, just it, which, when you need that, it. Yeah, right. That's what I was going to yeah. say. It, it comes when yeah. you really need it to. It might not be a low yeah. moment. It might it be did. a point of weakness right. or something. You know? I was, I was, I was down on on Some things, like right. my social media performance. Right. Essentially, like yeah. I was just like, I was yeah. really discouraged. Honestly, right. yeah. That, like, fuck that it, I'll just do it for moment. just myself. Screw yep. if anyone else likes it, and then boom. Yeah. That's what happens. You yeah. do that, and and now I don't even worry about how often I post or. If it's if if it's creative enough, if it's trendy enough, I'm still just in the background. Yeah, well, still the person that had that same mentality that we brought on here is kind of funny. Is Jackie? Yeah, Jackie had yeah. that same. Yeah, she said the same thing. Same She's like, oh, I don't even market mm -hmm. my stuff. She's like, I just word of mouth. People just find me. And like, I like, make sure to post if she, it. If yeah. she even even put twenty five percent into her like um just 
herself or marketing or whatever. She'd be going to oh new my God, and all the big yeah, yeah, But she, she wants to grow authentically. Small, yeah, she yeah. wants to do it, you know, the right way. And it's awesome to see because I feel like art, especially like you don't want to get forced to step outside of who, what makes you, you as an artist, mm-hmm. because then you do, you end up just like you were saying in your one painting of the Pink Floyd one, you end up falling into line with what all yep. everyone else is doing. You want exactly. to keep your individuality. Mm-hmm. Just um, do you, man. Yeah. Well, not only that, but even throughout the process of you not posting, you're obviously still recording in the background. So yep. it's like when you do, like you always have the content to build when you mm-hmm. are ready to. I got like a two terabyte yeah. hard drive yeah. that I keep everything yeah. on. Hell just yeah. a backup. So, you know, it's always you know? there, you know, yep. and you could post that shit whenever you want, you know, edit it when, when you have the time. And oh, it's so and, much fun. Yeah. Too. Yeah. No, it's it like is. a new world for me. Yeah, right, right. Like, when I started doing it, I was like, wow, this is cool. Because I got, like, That's another niche, though, that you can make a shit ton of money in because you like the artistic side of things. Yeah. Is we talk about this all the time. Video, videographers, video, whatever it be for editing, videos, Mm -hmm. nobody wants to do it. Yeah, right. Nobody wants to do it. And, like, you can create such cool art with clipping videos together, changing up the speed, changing the lighting of the videos. But it's got to be something that you're passionate about. And I feel like there aren't a lot of people in today's society that are like that. I feel like a lot of people kind of either move into the art world and they move into drawings, they move into computers, but no one really wants to do the videography side of it. And man, there's some cool art that you could really make, to be honest with you. Oh, yeah. Well, and like you just said right before uh, Scott spoke up, it was... um you you tried something different that maybe you didn't think you'd like and then you did it and you ended up liking it which is i yeah. think which is a thing that a lot of people get discouraged with that they're not used to it and they don't think of themselves doing that but but you're 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 learning you're stepping you're putting your comfort, yeah. yeah you're mm-hmm. stepping out of your comfort zone yep. and that's where we say I took the a risk. most yeah that's where we say the most growth happens and you know a lot of people are you know don't like change but that's you know the you, you got to get past those barriers to get to that next level no matter what it is in life or where you're at in life you know we all have we all have those obstacles that we're trying to get over and seeking that uncomfortable situation is going to get you past that situation and just kind of like you said it, you're like oh I, you know you didn't think about it but now you like it and and now look you know now look what you've built for yourself you know and kind of where you're going and i mean now we can kind of run it all up to um you know so what it's been you started really posting on social media what it's been like over a year just about maybe a couple just of years about, yeah, yeah just I about mean, a year not even man. so now yeah. tell us about that so now you know you said your one video um you know got all those Viral, views yep. and stuff like that likes so now how has that grown your business or whatever you know your art or people finding you so obviously that's grown so to tell us a little bit about that like if you just had random people messaging you like obviously mm-hmm. like did some of those people message you asking them to draw them something yes. and right several, so you several. know talk a little bit about that <clears throat> strangers um, so i'm glad you asked that i feel like this is good insight for other artists that are trying to come up and do their own stuff mm-hmm. because I'll, I'll be honest with you out of the, I got like 2000 followers overnight. Right. And out of all 2000 of them, I think maybe 10 of them hit me up for art, just asking about it, kind of inquiring. Right. And one person right. actually bought followed something. Through. Right. Followed right. through. Right. And it's, it, that was my first 
like online order ever. And then another maybe another aha moment for you. Yes, right. an aha moment. Right. Just an that that was like a um a bookmark in my life right mm-hmm. there. Like oh, yeah. you know, so um it takes a lot of and I don't that's the only way I market myself is is on social yeah, media. Right. Um other than just talking right. word of mouth. Yeah. And believe it or not, guys, word of mouth gets me so much more work. Right. Like it's much easier to, because I feel like people relate to you. Yeah. Well, that's what I was about to say. They know you, you are, right? Yeah, right. A yeah. little bit more. You still got to step outside your comfort zone, but you're not going to have people coming in and mm-hmm. asking you to do art mm-hmm. that doesn't play into the type of work that you already do. Yep. You're going to get people that already, you know, know what you are about, what you kind of want to create and how you create it. And they're going to kind of play into that versus online. You're going to get people asking you for shit that they, you don't even yep. have in your portfolio. Yep. And, and, to what you're saying too, you know, they'll ask me about stuff. I'll say, Hey, send me a couple reference photos. Yeah. Make sure they're clear or whatever. And then they'll send me something like that's yeah. not clear. It's a little hazy. I'm like, Hey, I can't work with that. I'm sorry. And like, I there are a couple the details to give like you that. all the details. Yeah. I need, I need, I need clear photos. Um, it's easier to do that in person and kind of work with the person with that rather than like back and forth through DMing. And I think like there's there's a few things that come into play when you're in person too. like not only do you get to show them your favorite, like your staples, right? The things that are really like sell you like I'll show them my best pieces like then then they're like, oh, I would really their imagination starts going. I would really love you to draw this photo of me and my grandfather. It's my favorite photo. His car is in the background. It was like a legendary car for me growing up. And then the third thing is they get to know you. It's not just about the piece. It's not just about what it's about. It's about you too. They Mm -hmm. get to know you as an artist and as a person. And I have a guy, um, I don't know if you knew him or he was there when you were there, sweet. Tom, Tom Manning. You know that guy? Tom Manning. Uh, he he works true. where I work um, at FedEx. And, man, I, I can't. I've lost count how many pieces he's, he's oh wow really that's yeah. awesome I'm, not lie, I'm literally sitting here already thinking what i'm gonna have you drawn by from you <laughs> yeah. like that's that's been my process <laughs> it was like that time. random day my dad came and you took pictures yeah. of us yeah 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 because like, we went that i have one day so many ideas right now yeah my we saw the we, there was a picture of my grandpa because they hung pictures of all of like the neighborhood vets or the community veterans from you know that area and my grandpa's hanging on a pole up in Camillus near us here. And oh, um, yeah. Kyle was with me that day because my dad was just, you know, he wanted to go get a picture of all of us in front of it, my dad Hard. and my brother and me. And um, Kyle was with me but that day. And yeah, I told him what we were, you know, Kyle draw it. And instantly my dad was like, if I gave you that picture of my grandpa, can you draw that for me? He's like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. just like that right there, client. Yeah. Right there, you know, boom. So it's just like, I know he still hasn't gotten there yet. But um, yeah, 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 but it's just cool. Like you said, word of mouth and just popping yep. around. And, and even moments like that, where they they ask about it and then they don't follow through or whatever months down the road somebody like oh they i've had that where somebody hits me up hey i finally am like and i'm like wow you like remember remember, like you right well it's crazy how much of an impact you can have like probably even just seeing people in those situations and like seeing the energy and like the you know excitement that it brings to them I mean, that's got to just be kind of rewarding in the first place. Oh, yeah. Like my art 
is you know something that can make people just the idea of it yes. to make them that happy yes i kind of want to shift a little bit here though because and we can always cut this out if i'm wrong i see that you have a wedding ring on yes are you married i am married yeah we yeah. always love to talk about kind of how <laughs> you know your partner has supported you in the process and you know how they've you know made it you know easier but you know that right person to kind of really push you in the right direction so anything you want to share on that topic yes yeah i'm glad you brought that up yeah. actually i've been looking at your wedding ring I got married like when I was still there. I yeah, think, yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was still, was yeah. it 2019? Right we, before 2020. COVID? Oh, so. we had a COVID marriage. Oh, okay. it was crazy. Oh, we crazy. were on Zoom. Like it was <laughs> like doing three people now. in the room. <laughs> like I, don't give a I had a COVID. I and I'm kind of yeah. I couldn't remember if it was like right before or yeah. after. Yeah, or like right. I, I know. I, I couldn't remember, but I was like, yeah, I know. Like, so many family so. members were like, "What? You're? Why you got to do this now?" And I'm like, "We got to do it." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you. I was like. You this is for yeah. us, yeah, not, yeah, not you. Not anybody else. I mean? Right? Yeah, 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 that's awesome. So we just we had the we had the time of our lives. Um, but yes, my wife. I w- actually want to give her a shout out because she's doing some big things too. Nice. Like, um, her her name is Savannah. Uh, Savannah Rain Winks, and she is a. So she's she's competed this past year in the petite usa pageant oh, that's right. oh yeah, yeah. so yeah. we went Fuck, yeah we should have had her on too we do. there you go there's you can always Scott. i know she i should have we can do she can well, come both we'll of them I'm yeah saying, and that's what i'm saying she's got a pretty she actually well, I'm yeah, saying, he can she, do yes. a sketch while we well, talk yes. to her what she's, she's done in life yeah i forgot yeah. she's like in the pageants and stuff like mm-hmm. that which is awesome yeah continue though. so so with a pageant you have a platform um and it's you kind of you kind of have a passion you take a stance on something and for her it was mental health and wellness and so she started like a blog uh called powerful minds and bodies um powerful minds and bodies.com if anybody's interested oh, yeah. um it she's trying to post like links to different resources um different inspirations for her that help her with mental health um, she's been through a lot in her life, I was about like, to say, especially in an industry like that of yeah. woman and, you know, like yep. everybody she sounds like my fucking type of person, <clears throat> just like, great. you know, just, yeah, well, especially that industry, especially just in general in our world now, again, with everybody feeling like they have to look a certain way and well, being in a profession yeah. like that, that's a pretty awesome thing to have a stance on to yeah, like have that definitely. visibility and consciousness i guess in the moment and understanding you know what it is you're doing and how big of an impact that can actually have on people yeah a lot of people that compete in stuff like that they're not empathetic people right you know what i mean there's no that's a key right there and they're just doing it for the glamour they're doing it for the gratification of others um Mm -hmm. to be able to take that step back and understand that you know you can have a huge impact on a lot of people Yep. By having, you know, an important stance, like you said, and, and mental health is, man, it's such a hard thing nowadays mm-hmm. with social media. Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially in an industry like that. Absolutely. Yeah. She's she volunteers at Vera House. That's like, awesome. Um, she's an advocate there. She does um, for her line of work. She helps, you know, parents that have gotten over maybe a drug addiction or whatever regain custody of their child people getting getting their life Mm -hmm. back in order she helps them like follow steps like through a formula um with Cayuga centers so she does that for a living and um she's planning to go back get her master's and doctorate in psychology and become a therapist but um we should talk because we could definitely we have like a perk partner program through the gym i work with and like every month we have all of our perk partners come and like set up a table 
and talk oh, yeah. to like all of our members and stuff. And I feel like yeah. that would actually be like a huge place that you'd never guess, but you yeah, could, she, she could, could get a lot like a of clients. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Gym. Like Absolutely. Shocked. Like her. I started talking with these people at the gym and you start to hear like some of these people's stories and like, whew, Man, yeah. there are a lot of people that use fitness as their kind of mental health balancer. Yeah, yeah. And they yeah. need like some sort of other advocate. So like, she that is would be awesome. All about fitness, man. Yeah. And awesome. I, I couldn't be more proud of her. Like I tell you guys, like my wife is the best person I know. Right. Like, she, like the I love that. That's like why you when I look her, at so her, I'm good. like, you. I don't know even how to be as good as you are. <laughs> right. Like, I I look up to her. Right. In well, a way. that's well, that's, well, that's, that's good because she so she challenge. I'm sure yeah. you guys both challenge each other in all aspects, which is yes. that's that's why she's that's why you guys are partners though, and I feel like. That's really tough. I feel like to find in this generation well, it's so the challenging part. You know, people go are in relationships, but like, are we challenging each other? Like, do we yeah. do we have goals yeah. and are we crushing them? And like, not only you know as couple goals, but individual goals, you know, individually. And well, I that, think that's super there's important. There's a lot of narcissism in relationships now. Oh, and like yeah. what you just Dude, said, there so is sad. the most important part. Like, you look at her with that sense, and I'm sure you can say that she probably says a lot of things to you that make you feel the mm -hmm. exact same way. And to have someone that you're able to put on a pedestal because they're such a good person look at you that way, it just motivates you to keep moving forward. Yep. Yeah, yeah. she is a huge motivator for me. Yeah, that's awesome. She's very encouraging. I mean, I have I have my own self goals and stuff like that that like you know I've grown a lot and and I know and realize like I've had a near death experience. I understand that there's an end to all this. Mm -hmm. And if you don't, if you get to that moment and you haven't done the things in your heart that you need to do for you to be you, like to be the ultimate you that you're supposed to be, what I'm going right you, now. you like, you hit that moment and you're like, Oh my God, you panic. Yeah. David Goggins talks about this you all panic. the time. Like the worst thing that can happen in life is you get it to the end of the tunnel and you get you brought up. What ifs? Yeah, why didn't I do that? Why? You a picture of what you could have been, you know, the person that you always wanted to be. And then the person you are now and like mm -hmm. how far off you are from, you don't want to be that person. Yeah. That's literally how be. I feel about moving right now. Like, I feel like it's like, if I don't do it now, the opportunity I have, I just feel like I'll never do it. And right. That's why it's like, can you look at something? And, and it's, of course, like, you know, throughout this whole process, um, you know, not switch gears here, but just the rally in on what we're talking about is like, you know, I, I just feel like it's all happened for a reason. And it's like, if I don't do it right now, maybe I'll never do it. Or, you know, maybe my buddy who's living there now might be not living there anymore when I want to do it. And then just kind of, and then also like, of course, as soon as I got the job out in Arizona, like, all these promotions I was applying for in another state came up in this in Syracuse. <laughs> and it's just yeah. like, but like at the same time, like it's like testing you. Yeah. It's, it literally is. It, yeah. it literally is. Yeah. It's like, I at one point it crossed in my mind, like as like so many thoughts in my mind have crossed. It's like, man, but do I, maybe I should stay don't, home. Don't should I, stay? Maybe I should stay home and take this promotion and do it for a couple years. And then maybe try to go somewhere else because I could build that experience in that position. And then when I go to apply for it in another state, it, you know, it might be easier for me, but you know, the, all those thoughts came crossing through my mind and I was like, no, no, it's set. I got this position. Yeah. I'm going to go. I have I, to do this it. now because if I don't like who knows what could happen within exactly. those times I'm in this promotion, you know, so much could happen to where it's like, you got to run, you got to do it so, right now. And just like how you were saying of, 
you know, getting to the end of the tunnel and being like, yo, why didn't I do that at that point? And I feel like if it's now or never type thing. Don't and sacrifice what you want most for what you want now. Yeah. Exactly. That's like one of my favorite quotes. Yeah. Like, don't give up what you've always wanted for the day to day. You got to be able to look at the big picture and like, picture. just because you can make yourself happy over the decision <laughs> for that day, are you going to be able to make yourself happy with that decision? Is that going to make right. you happy for the next week, the next yep. year, the next month? Or is it something yep. to just get through ends to you know the ends to a mean right and i I know this is normal for me and and as it gets closer and closer and closer like you know obviously emotions are running higher and higher and higher but you know for anybody listening that like if life if life's testing you and all this shit around you keeps happening it's for a fucking reason and you know it, it really really is and once you really get into those situations where life is testing you and you finally start to realize that this shit is happening for one a reason or for whatever the case may be you know, you really got to fucking pull up them fucking trousers and, you know, grab life by the fucking balls yeah, and make a decision. You yeah, just got to yeah. do it, you know, yeah. and you just got to take that leap. So, you know, I feel that I literally feel that right now. And it's a scary thing. And it's supposed to be scary. It's supposed to be supposed weird. To life's be. supposed to test That's the best us. part yeah. about yeah. it. Yeah. Like, because if life isn't testing you, yeah. I feel like you're not doing yeah. shit. You're not living. Yeah. yeah, you're not living. If life's not testing you, you're not doing shit. And like... And then the people who always complain about life kicking them in the ass, it's because you're not kicking life's ass back harder. Right. You know? And like that's what it comes down to. You gotta keep going. You gotta you get gotta. back up. You gotta. You know, it's like if you were to stop drawing after just one shit drawing, or maybe somebody said that sucked to you throughout your childhood. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm sure there's people who have bashed you or mm-hmm. told you of you you're know, you're never your gonna be a good drawer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Da, 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 yeah. da. Like, you know, you definitely wanna be here where you are now drawing and getting two hundred thousand views on a, you know, on your reels and stuff like that. So you know, if it's any message that we always share on this show, it's to take that leap and just fuck what other people think and keep going and keep grinding and keep working because yep. it will everything will happen the way it's supposed to be. Yep. So there's literally um, guys that one guy, right? That always. one guy. Yeah, there's always that one. And guy. I'm like, hey man, I won't name names. We'll talk after. Yeah. But there's that one guy where I show him something I'm working on or doing, like a friend of mine, and he's like, oh, that's off. Yeah. Like you don't even know what you're talking yeah, about. Right. You don't never even know what you're talking a about. Picture in his life. Like yeah, never. <laughs> never. It's like someone trying to tell me about my Airbnb business or real yeah. estate who's never even bought a house in their fucking life. Right. You know, I mean like, are you sure you want to buy a house right now? The market's trash. Like, dude, Come clearly. On. It's like it sounds like you thought like, about whatever, it, but never did. Yeah, like, yeah, you that, can I can I say something? Because we won't I won't get too much into it because we're here to talk about art, but one of my other like aspirations and passions is real estate. Right. Hell yeah. Like, because it's going to one, I love it. Like I love reading about it, talking about it. And two, it's my plan. It's like my retirement plan. Yeah. Not retire. I'll never retire, but But to build assets for yourself. Exactly. Like you're not going to survive off your 401k. I'm sorry, people. You're not going to, you need to create something, create an empire for yourself. And we live in Syracuse and fuck man. There's a a huge opportunity for people to make a lot of money money in real estate for sure. And anytime I talk about it with anybody like, Hey, yeah, I want to buy rental properties and have people live in there and like paying me to live there they're always like oh i've thought about doing that but no i never did it those are the people that go to the fucking grocery store on the weekend and plan out their fucking meals monday through friday and eat the same thing every week and do the same thing on the weekends every weekend yeah you just got to be able to 
go back yeah. to that Pink Floyd painting, man. They're the people yeah. that are just standing in line and they don't even know why not, they're standing in line. Not standing out. And I and and they'll also say this too, which boggles my mind. They'll say, Oh, I feel like it's just a headache to be a landlord. You know? And I'm thinking, how? Not if you enjoy this it. This is a headache. What yeah. we're doing here is a headache right. because yeah. you're 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 it's soul killing. You don't want to do whatever you're doing your job. Maybe you do. Maybe you love your job. That's great, but it's just ends to a mean to them. Right. It's a means to an end. Or so ends, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I always like I think you're you're annoyed by someone calling you because the toilet's clogged or the sink needs changed out once in a while. Like if that's the only thing I'm doing is managing that across like seven or eight different properties i'm happy because well, the other amount of time i'm yeah. drawing yeah i'm drawing full time yeah there's so, so much value in all of it and like that's why we talk about it like don't get into something if you're not passionate about it but if it's something you enjoy man take that leap and if it's not right for you it's not right for you but don't right. sit around for 10 years wondering if real estate was something that you could get involved in yeah. and never get involved in because then you'll never know yeah. And then you'll always have that excuse. Well, I didn't do it because X, Y, Z. Look, there's so many hours in the week, you know, whether it's giving up a little bit of sleep, whether it's giving up a hobby that isn't really getting you anywhere. There is so much opportunity to grow as an individual nowadays. You just got to be able to take those jumps. And I mean, those opportunities are well, going to appear in all those places that are norms. Like, you know, me and Zach got into cryptocurrency heavily in stocks because we were sitting on xbox when everyone was sitting on xbox when it first started playing call of duty with everyone and we got bored of it and there were conversations and opportunities for people to venture outside that 90 percent of the population stayed in playing call of duty mm. whatever the heck it was they dialed there were the that. rest of us that started talking in the party group chats not playing games just talking about stocks and crypto and shit like that yeah and then we ventured yeah. out we and that was where that opportunity transition you yep. know when yes. things are falling like yeah, you know, when the markets crash, you gotta just kind of transition to something. It doesn't say you can't come back to it, but you know, there's a time and place for everything. And you know, just for going off the topic and just trying to do things, at least you could. I would rather try and fail than not try at all. Miss every shot like, you at don't least, take. Yeah, 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 at least yeah, if I could say, at least I'm doing something. You know, yeah, yeah. and that that's the best part about it. You learn from it. You tried, and at least you could say you tried. And we're at that age where we still have enough time to where it's like if we fail, we can get caught up. You know, and it's better to do that now than it is in 20 years not saying there isn't like a wrong time but like you know because people sometimes people start later which is whatever and yeah. that th those people you know have found that you know now is my time i gotta get it together but you know i'd rather fuck up now because then i can recuperate when as you get older it's it just you know it, you don't have that much time so day one um, or one day yeah exactly like, yeah yep. yeah and day um, one or, is that jocko that's jocko I right forget, i forget who it oh is. no 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 Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah, yeah that's who that says that. Rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I love all those guys, man. Yeah. Now, same. so I guess we can um, kind of roll in and maybe get into wrapping it up with Kyle and just kind of the art stuff. No, so now we can let's wrap it up to where now. We're, so where are you at now? How are things yeah, now? Have things slowed down? Are you still kind of just? Are you kind of maintaining things? Are you still kind of like gradually gaining clients here and there? Um, I guess yeah. what's maybe I don't know if you want to talk about what is one of your biggest um, like, wow, you're going to pay me that much for a drawing like like I don't know if you want to talk about like the money aspect of it or maybe like a moment where you're like, damn, I could you're going to pay me that much where it was like or money wasn't an issue to somebody and you're like, oh, OK, cool. Like, you know, I don't, I don't know if you have anything like that to share with, you know, maybe other artists um, who might have a 
you know, an idea of like, oh, how much does he make yeah. or whatnot. So if you feel comfortable, obviously. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. So, um, well, right now, w- one of the beautiful things is, and that I've discovered is I can kind of control the flow right. of what comes in, Hell like yeah. orders awesome. and all that stuff. And like kind of what I said earlier, touching on that, you, most of it is like word of mouth and talking to people. So I purposefully have like kind of receded from that a little bit so that I can finish this big piece that I mentioned about uh, Josh Josh Duncan. We're going to do, we're still working out the kinks of what we're going to do with that, but essentially it might go to auction or we we might auction it off or do a giveaway or something along those lines. Um, And we're going to do it in a way where we're engaging people and getting people to come in and share and all Mm -hmm. this stuff. So for both of us to kind of yeah. get out there and get 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 some exposure but That's awesome. um so i'm i'm primarily right now i'm not uh, actually as of a couple weeks ago i was doing both at once mm-hmm. i was doing a piece for someone and kind of like touching base with that mm-hmm. picture as much as i possibly could um but now i'm just solely doing that picture mm-hmm. until it's done cuz awesome. it's massive it's going right. to take me like 150 hours plus to do right wow so it, and it's it's the most realistic thing I've ever done. That's awesome. Like, I have I'm excited a, to see it. Can't wait. I, and, um, I mean, this is still fairly new to me, what my process, but I've honed down into it. Like, I have a tablet, like a big tablet that I have on a mount that's mm. on my drafting table, and I can, like, zoom in on, like, really awesome. fine details. So I'm... I'm like zooming in and getting in and I'm trying to make it as photorealistic Mm, as possible as like my goal with this thing. And I feel like I'm always trying to push the envelope with that. Right. And that's the direction I want to go in. And I certainly like am thinking heavily about do I want to continue doing commissions? And I think I probably do. But I think there's also something about doing something of my own mm. that like, I really like crave that. I, like the like piece I talked ideas. about, yeah, the cool. Pink Floyd inspired <clears throat> piece. I want to get back to doing That's that. Awesome. Yeah. Cause you, people will buy that. They'll shit, buy 100%. that. They'll, They'll buy that. Yeah, there's somebody in the world who look at that and be like, fuck yeah, I want yeah. that. Like, and I told, I told Josh, he, he's like, well, how much do you think that that piece would go for? I'm like, dude, eight grand minimum, mm-hmm. eight grand minimum. Mm-hmm. Like, if I if I were to sell it, like mm-hmm. I wouldn't take anything less. I think because yeah. of the hours it's going to take, the, the effort. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but there's the point of like this is like literally almost thirty years of sweat, blood, yeah. sweat, and yeah, tears right. like that I've put into learning this craft. Yeah. So when someone buys a piece, I try to. I that's one of my talking points is I try to tell them like you're not just buying a drawing like you're you're purchasing something that is unique in and of itself and it's the result of years and years of progress and and toil that's awesome so i liked your idea about the giveaway thing just maybe toss you some ideas and if you thought about this stuff like again for example like football season yeah like just draw like a team's i don't know if you can even do this i think you can draw it like could you could you draw a team's logo and like sell like give it away not you mm. might not be able to sell it not a logo give it away yeah. i do could give it away yeah i could yeah, do so a giveaway or something or like well, yeah, yeah just because it just engagement with your audience exactly. like, well, hey, what i'm you doing a giveaway draw, of a drawing draw players specific players and like doing like you know their highlight thing and then like auctioning it off and trying to get their attention 
Mm-hmm. And all you got to oh, do is yeah. get one of those players hooked and get one That's of them down there. That's what happened to Justin's. Yeah, uh, come in and draw a picture of them for you. Friend you know down I mean? there, she made a rug, um, a Lakers rug, and somebody, a famous Laker basketball player, bought it. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and shit like yeah. that. So, like, yeah, just for trying to – and when you're ready, obviously, just to give tossing ideas, like doing little giveaways, you know, just drawing little sketches to just make, oh, I'm doing Raffles. a giveaway this week or this yep. month. Like, this is what I'm drawing. Yep. Like, just for the seasons, like fall, winter, yep. summer. Just drives engagement. Ske- yeah, just drives engagement. It doesn't have to be some extravagant yeah. drawing, but, like, just something doodly that will can, you know, engage your audience. Like, hey, I'm doing a giveaway this month for, you know, all my followers. This is how you like, share, comment with three yep. people, and then – you know, now your well, shit's like, getting out because that's what a lot of people do now is yeah. just like to grow their brand and stuff it's like even that. Even like that Aiden kid that's so. done all the photography around here, like you could probably draw some pretty cool pictures of like what people consider the prettier parts of Syracuse, and people that are natives of Syracuse would mm-hmm. definitely fucking pay money yeah, for absolutely. that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you got to catch in the right lighting, but you don't need yeah. to catch in the right lighting if you have a picture of it. Yep. Yeah, and absolutely. definitely when you're ready, obviously, because I know you're busy. But yeah, just little things like that if you've ever thought about if you yep. when you want to scale or whatever. I know that's just been a huge thing people talk about, like just little small giveaways for and sure. stuff like that for your followers to engage with you because they're definitely gonna you know tag people like it and especially if you might have only you know people have smaller follower enough a smaller you know crowd you know they're gonna be more likely to engage and you know it'd be more likely for people to win on your page because there's not thousands or millions of people trying to apply for this giveaway so it's kind of it's just like a little tool and if you've ever thought about that so that's cool Oh, for sure Um, yeah i have yeah but um no kyle i think um yeah i think we can wrap it up with that with that we've been you know we do it. I can't believe we're almost. Yeah, hours. No, I hours can't believe I up it's crazy. I was like, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It doesn't even feel like that. I know, dude. It, that's the best part about this shit. Once you start just talking and vibing, and that, that's why we fucking love this stuff. So, um, you know, Kyle, why don't we give you one last chance to, I guess, give a, a tip, uh, some words of advice for you know anybody, artist, um, to take away from this episode, and then uh, you know we'll wrap it up. So I know if one thing you want to say, a quote, anything, whatever you want to say. Um, hmm. I think I would say that uh, you got to be yourself, follow your own. I, I know this sounds cliche, but follow yeah, your heart, obviously. Yeah, like, yeah. like you could have so many people telling you, oh, you got to do this, 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 and this to be successful. But I think that as long as you're doing what you love – it's it's like you're not going to stop doing that mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. And I think dedication and obsession like over something is powerful. Oh yeah. Um I mean I've obviously I've gained skill out of that. Yeah. And that's where the skill came from. And it wasn't I, I was born with an affinity toward it for sure. Yeah. But it was that obsession and and time doing this thing over and over and over again, this drawing. And if you can find that thing in your life and then just, you you can apply it to so many other parts of your life too, though. Once you love that, once you have that determination and obsession with one thing, like you can start to kind of broaden that out into other parts of your life and it starts to make you a more successful individual because you understand you know the time and effort that go into things yeah and never limit never limit yourself pay attention to the self-limiting thoughts that might be arising for you and correct it yeah that's my biggest thing is like you gotta you gotta recognize when you're self-limiting and you're being you're you're too scared to make a move Mm -hmm. like i took a chance on buying ring lights and 
uh, camera and all this stuff to record and make these videos. I've never made videos before. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. Right. And look what happened. Hell you know yeah. what I mean? Love so, <clears throat> and I'm still on that journey. It's still early. Yeah, so, it's so early. so much time. Um, and even if I'm never, even if it never amounts to anything huge, right. so what? I'm, right. exactly. I'm loving it. That's what people it. ask about it. us. They're like, well, so what's the end goal? And like, how big do you want to be? And we're like, we're not even thinking about that. Yeah. That's not the thought. Like, cause like we talked about earlier, like, when we start to think too much about that, that's we when, shift our focus yeah, from exactly. who we are. We just kind of just, just run. Else. We just do it. We're just kicking it. We're just we're vibing and yeah, man. just like how yeah. you're vibing and doing your thing. And yeah. for the anybody, you know, just just stay on course, be obsessed, and just not care about what people think. So you know, Kyle, thanks for those last words. Of course. And, um, I think it was a great episode. I mean, yeah, we yeah. talk for it feels like forever. Oh, it but flows. It, I mean, it, it, it was flows. already about an hour. But um, you know, thank you guys obviously for listening, the continuing support, and you know, all our listeners. We love you guys, and we'll see you guys next time.